Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Oh, Emily. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I... I cannot believe that we have made it to oh, the final episode of our I first know, season. Our season finale. Our season one, episode twenty-five. Yay! For I mean, that. that's like, Let's like cheers, cheers to you. right away on oh that gosh, one. We didn't, and we need to cheers, cheers our guest, yeah. even though we haven't quite, we haven't introduced, quite introduced her yet. How but we awesome cheers. she is! I think I think we um, you know should commend ourselves on yeah. uh, completing a season. I know, I know, and cheers I mean, we to Sam to be over on there air for hmm, years, eons, oh, very true. for you know forever and a day. Mm-hmm. But we get did. ready, we did, yeah. Like yeah. Our, <laughs> our listeners are so excited about that. They're like, I'm going to be 95 and listening to Michelle in the nursing home. And Emily, <laughs> talk about all those wines they used to drink. Yeah, they wish they could, but they're on medication now. You know, oh well, I think stuff. that means you should drink even more wine. Quite frankly, yeah, that's a, that's. I've always wondered about that. I think if you're in the nursing home, you should be allowed to drink whatever you want. Absolutely, who cares? Who cares? Yes, but I'm I'm super proud of us, and I'm I'm excited about the wine we're drinking tonight. I'm excited about our guest who who is a good friend of ours, and also. Kind of responsible for this. Kind of responsible for this and yeah. saved us because yes. our original guest bailed last night. That's right. And she, we were like text messaging, oh my God, hey, hey, Jackie, yeah. are you busy tomorrow? You want to drink wine with us on our podcast? <laughs> yeah. And it, it took and like four is. or five arm twistings and she finally agreed. She said, I would love to. Which if you think about it, this being <laughs> our season finale, it makes perfect sense that this amazing woman who hosts these incredibly inspired parties that ultimately brought us together. Well, well, you know. yes, yes. It was you a know. catalyst to yeah. cement our burgeoning Abs- friendship. Absolutely. Yes. Just, it, it makes perfect sense that here we are. And like, I know our listeners are, they're on the edge of their seats and they're trying to like, who is this person? Who is this person they have on the show tonight? Yes. So please, who is this person, Michelle? Behind door number one. <laughs> a goat. <laughs> and behind door number two. A goat. <laughs> And finally, behind door number three is our dear friend, Jackie Segura. And the Yay! crowd goes wild. Woo-hoo! Sam, did you, did you roll the audio <laughs> crowd, on that? The, the crowd, crowd cheer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, um, we're really excited about, about our, our, our season. But anyway, Jackie yes. Segura is a friend of ours who, yes, hosts this wonderful party, but I met Jackie through another wonderful party. Uh, I'm noticing a theme here. That we, we attend, and um, and I've always found her to be engaging, um, funny, uh, phenomenal photographer, always has a great eye, and then, you know, at the, the Gin and Croquet party that we would go to, uh, several times, and then when she uh, um, started inviting me to her twelfth night parties, I was like, "Holy cow! 
there's there's so much more to Jackie than just all those amazing things that I thought of at the Gin and Croquet. I, I'm curious, at Gin and Croquet, were you wearing a costume then as well? Yes. <laughs> wow. I, I honestly... So this and is, I was going to say, well, we've met at a birthday party, and that wasn't costume, but it also was costume. Oh, uh, Matt's uh-huh. 50th? Yeah, yeah because we was, had to come dressed in 70s It was for that. the roast. So honestly, I don't know Is this our first time socializing in real clothes? No, no, no I'm in a costume still. Oh. I'm still in a costume. I'm always yeah. in a costume. Oh, yeah, it's I'm, just, I'm in a costume. It's a different theme today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's podcast, podcast guest. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's slimming black. It's actually like you've got the Shock City Studio colors going on. So you came well, prepared. I did research. Yeah, you did <laughs> it's it. It's like a job interview. Like, just appropriately. <laughs> I don't Very want to nice. stand out. I want to compliment everything around me. So that's the colors I've chosen. Yes, yes. because you never stand out in a bright yellow moto jacket. That's subtle. Oh, well, I mean. But you rock it. You know, I just think the fact that you you and Emily can wear those types of jackets and clothes and like nobody thinks anything differently. I find find that if I were to walk around in that jacket, they'd be like, oh, that's cute. No, it's all about believing it. You just keep trying. It's so funny. I was getting, you know, I don't do a ton of makeup, but I was putting on lipstick and I'm like, is this the appropriate lipstick color for my age? And I hate it when we ask ourselves those kind of questions. Like, who said what's appropriate for what age? I'm just, yeah. I want this one. I, I'm a firm believer. I So many times people will say, oh, I love what you're wearing, but I could never wear it, you know? And I, I, I just really believe it. If if it feels like you, it's gonna look like you, you know. So you just gotta go for it. If you enjoy it, wear it. How so much? I agree. Own it. And I own those yoga pants and extra large sweatshirt. I mean, I own it, oh. and I'm happy in it. And you don't own- you even think I'm gonna do anything else? <laughs> you own some fabulous things. I do. I yes, do. but I do. Ha- I do want to share a funny story about my yoga pants and sweatshirt that I love. Um, and it's got my my name on it, Doherty. You know, like the Celtic legend or whatever. And I, my son and I were doing a lot of painting last year. And I was painting this, uh, the basement, like the, the exterior wall in the basement, dry locking, you know, getting it nice and like, nice color. And I had forgotten that I had painted the lower portion of it. And I went to go reach for the upper portion and I leaned against the wall and the whole, the sweatshirt, the yoga pants, the side, it was all imprinted with the paint. And I just, I just started oh, laughing nice. right then in the, in the basement. And I'm like, look, William, look what your mom did. Cause I, Did you just go ahead and then roll your entire body around on the paint? You know, because, and then yeah, no, I didn't think that I I, I turn it I into the look as quick away from the paint as I could <laughs> when I realized what I was doing, and then I just laughed. And and now, if you see me when you see me in that sweatshirt and the yoga pants, be like, oh, I those know, are the, I know, I know why that. she was painting in those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, love- that's how I roll. Um, I have a you few, literally roll. You I like literally roll against. Really, I, like, <laughs> I, I, I like to carry things that are memorable with me at all times. I can look down. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's living room mm-hmm. 2007. Right. Yeah, yes. right there. You can see the paint color from that day. Yeah. You're like, boy, yeah. what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I repainted it over here on my right side with, uh, you know, living room 2014. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I hold on to clothes, obviously. You guys just learned that. Oh, I, I'm a clothes hoarder for sure. I think, Jackie, I think you're a bit of a clothes hoarder as well, right? I'm definitely a costume hoarder. Yeah, okay. Um, like, I mean, I have 
I walk down memory lane when I go downstairs and I'm like, oh, I bought this for gin and croquet that year or, you know, the this for. We started um, participating in a Mardi Gras crew 16 years ago now and, um, you know, have done one of the parade floats Mm. With the exception of two years, every year since then. Wow. And Here so, in St. Louis, or yeah, yeah. the St. Louis, mm-hmm. the St. Louis. So it's coming up. What's the name soon. of your crew? Crew to Carouse. Oh, interesting. What's your like focus? Uh, do you have a theme? Yeah, we well, we all lived Car- in the same neighborhood okay. when um, we first moved to St. Louis. So down near the water tower at Grand and Russell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of mm-hmm. fun Compton Hill um, crowd. And so it was just. I, I don't actually know. I think they like just the alliteration more than right. anything else. Right. Yeah. And right. the fact that we maybe tested everybody's hot tubs and pools, but that's a second story that came far long, long do you, do you find Do you find that you've been doing it now for 16 years that crew to carouse 16 years ago meant a whole different thing than how it is now? Yeah, right now we're like... Crew we're to like, carouse after my nap. We're like, like, you know, remember when we used to go through three kegs? That was fun. Or 200 jello shots. That's cute. Now we're like coffee and donuts and that's it. Just put a splash of Baileys and I'll be fine. fine. Yeah. Yes, it has changed (laughs) tremendously. And we're like, but that's weird because we're not any older. So that's a group of people. What's going on with that? I I, I was guessing that it was a more sophisticated approach. You're like, oh, now we're going to do our absinthe instead of the keg or oh, now well, we're going to so do the champagne I, so I am not a beer drink, drinker which shouldn't surprise you at all um, and there are people who do bring mimosas because it's yeah. a, it's morning so what else mm-hmm, would you drink mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I have always done kind of a take on Viennese coffee um, um, where I took that? like I take a bottle of Godiva chocolate liqueur. Oh, yes. And then for a long time, it was a bottle of Hot Damn, the cinnamon liqueur. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to do that? And oh, then you put God. that in with your, like, the big bladder yeah. of coffee. You get it bread co or whatever. Yeah. So two bottles and mm-hmm. one bladder of coffee makes, a f- and then a quarter of half and half, and you have got the perfect warm that good sounds morning pick-me-up. Mardi Gras that sounds really drink. good. <laughs> yes. And on years where you're just freezing, I'm like, I'm good. No, you drink your cold beer. I've got like hot coffee. That's and I am perfect. And I'll be wide awake. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's how it. we still carouse. We need that much caffeine. Have you, have either of you ever visited the, um, the, the Boone uh, holiday uh, Christmas tour that they do out at the Daniel Boone historical? I have, I have not. Oh my God, it is amazing. So it's the first two weekends in December and there's, there's a whole little village that's, you know, the Daniel Boone village. It's historical. They have the schoolhouse. Is this in St. Charles that, County? It is. Okay, for our listeners that aren't in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so they have the schoolhouse and the general store and various homes. And so this village has several large bonfires set up and then, you know, the, all the fireplaces are, 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 you know, lit up and you tour from one building to another. And then each building has an actor acting as though they are from that time, dressed in that time. And they're telling you about, you know, the holiday season and how the village was settled. And it's fascinating. I went a couple of years ago with some friends and very wisely we came outfitted with our own flasks <laughs> and my friend was so amazing she she 
actually brought the flask for each person. It was like a, a surprise. Like, <laughs> Emily, here's your flask. Ken, here's yours. And everybody, she thought about what they would like to drink the most during so they were that time. They were customized yes. flasks. So I was given a flask at that time with vodka and like a lavender syrup. Wow. Delicious. Ken was given some sort of brandy, I think. You know, like every somebody else was given mezcal. Like everybody had their own little flask. And we just went, you know, house to house hopping. And it was so cold. And it was sipping. like 10 degrees, you know. Here we are. We're like, oh, we're just fine. We do not care that it's 10 degrees outside. There's bonfires. We're we have our flask. <laughs> we have our liquid blanket with us. Yes. Yeah. So I highly recommend that approach. And I highly recommend recommend going to try that out sometime and it's an amazing experience i'll have to do that i'll put that on my list for next uh next holiday season yeah so you know know, speaking of like inner warmth oh yeah that's what we were talking about we should talk about our wine because we have have, just dove right into the conversation yeah Yeah. like we and and i have a sip left of this of this glass we've lost all format we're at our season finale (laughs) and we're like there's no structure anymore. No structure. Yep, it's yes. a free for all. Yes. We're just swinging from the rafters, aren't we? <laughs> yep, yep. Get down, Emily. Get down. Know, Tell us about our wine. Well, we we actually, I was going to say we picked a wine appropriate for the time, but this is another one that Jason helped us find. From Jason the wine merchant, right, yes. And um, it is called Soul, as in you know our inner soul. And um, this is not to be mistaken. There are a few different bottles of wine out there that are called Soul. And like there's they all one with like have, a tree looking thing on the front. Yeah, and one with like a metal label that's just the, you know, the letters. There's lots of ones out there. This one has um, the, the, the cool, bowl. cool, yeah, cool ink painting of um, a bowl. And the grape is Monastrell. It's from Spain. It's called Soul and then CR is on the label. This is from 2015. It's 100% Monastrell grape. This is from the Humilla region. Now, I said that Humilla because that's what it looks like when you read it. So spell it, Emily. It's J-U-M-I-L-L-A. I have a suspicion that it's probably Humilla. Like humilla, because the two L's are a ya 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 sound, I believe. I'm not a, I don't speak Spanish, you know, but I, I you know, I'm, I try. I try to get things correct well, I think when this I can. is actually an appropriate bottle, given that there's a bull on the front, and that's a sign of the Taurus, and I'm a Taurus, and you're a Taurus too, aren't you, Jackie? I am. Yeah. Are you? Oh. I'm May 2nd. What are you? May 10th. I thought I remembered that on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of sim- there's a lot of similarities. Nice. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it's, so the wine is for us. It's great. Yeah. Well, it's got a portrait on the I front. Mean, and let's face it, we are ladies that <laughs> put our souls out there for everyone, right? For everybody it, to hear and, and digest and you know think about and. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So I think this is a really nice fit for our final season conversation. This is a great price point, too. It's $15. Um, I'm enjoying this. I find right away, like from the fruit side of things, I'm getting blackberry and cassis. I'm finding a lot of um, vanilla and tobacco, a little cinnamon on this. I'm getting some pretty violet. Um, I think this is really, really uh, interesting wine. Um, it, the, the, the vineyard that produces this, by the way, is um, called 
crapula, <laughs> and, which is a totally different meaning different in Spanish. <laughs> pro- Very you know, true. It's probably a different pronunciation too. You know, it's, it's probably like a, probably, <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like Smith. <laughs> you know, or something. You know, it's it's spelled crapula, but you say Smith. Yeah. Well, either way, you know, it's it's it's. I think it's. It means something more along the lines of like a boozy playboy or something like that. It's not, you know, this is not crapula or crapola wine. It's actually quite, quite lovely. So, has anybody consulted with their marketing department about maybe working on that? Yeah, work with the importers <laughs> at least. Really? Are you saying that we need to have an American label? No. It's in our, it's in our country. Please put an American label on here. Well, there are some. No, like the just label looks here. fine. Yeah. It's just a whole. Where's the? Where does it say crapula on it? Oh, oh at the bottom or? I, I think this is just. Me doing research and knowing about the wine, it doesn't actually say that it's from that proprietor. So the marketing company the marketing already knew that. Knew. Yeah, they got the news. They got the news, ladies. That is, yeah, it's not responding right, well with I, this I'll, demographic. I will cancel that tweet. I'm just, yeah, not gonna, not gonna send that one out. Yeah, it is lovely. Um, yeah. I, I, I was drinking this throughout our first segment here, and it was. I felt that it was very smoky. Yeah, I agree I, with that. I, I didn't hear you say smoky. That was like, oh, maybe or I was wrong. Tobacco. tobacco. But yeah, but you're feeling more this month. I'm feeling more smoke than tobacco um, on that. Uh, it's I a love lovely the fruit, color. And I'm glad you said cassis because I was trying to put my finger on that. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I got the berries, but I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like a jammy red wine kind of person. So, oh, well, good. I think when you this say is jammy a- red wine. Is that like what you need to wear while you're drinking the red mm-hmm. wine? No, I like my red wine. So, like, my <laughs> husband, Michael, likes yeah. like earthier red wines, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. from northern Italy where you get a lot of the terrar and kind of clay and mineral. Yeah. And I like, like, I like big blackberries and vendels or oh, okay. it tastes well, good. like, like, you're eating jam out of a jar. Okay. So, then this is a this is much, great. this, this is, is lovely. A, yes. I would like to drink wine with your husband. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be, yeah, he loves yeah. that. I like I like wine that just makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. Are like there wines wine. that don't make you <laughs> feel good? Yeah, is the question. There are, yeah, there yeah, are. okay. There are, especially since I've been doing this podcast. I have. Uh, oh, yeah, I have we've moved. Had a, yeah. I have moved solidly out of the I'm an eight dollar girl volume drinker to. Mm-hmm. Your price point has my increased. price point has increased as has your collection. As as the number of bottles in my house, right? It's yeah. embarrassing. Well, I mean, not not nearly as embarrassing as probably like you have or 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 Jackie has, but I don't buy until. <laughs> I can't keep wine in my house. We drink it too fast. So <laughs> well, I I counted it up the other day. I have fifty eight bottles of wine. That's good. That's and you know that's a good. That's Same a respectable. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that? And I'm yeah. like, oh, this it's gonna it's gonna be snowing later. I can stay in and just drink all this wine. Oh, but wait, I don't know. Um, don't you find? I know that you're getting to this point too, because I have this. I have these occasions where it's like I go through my collection. I have a fair amount, and I'm like, she's probably got. But, Three but, times I did. Oh, I don't, you know, I, I, this is my last one of that. And oh, and, oh, it's very tough to pick out which one you want to drink. 
I find that it's a lot easier for me to drink a bottle if I know I have another bottle of it in the collection. Yeah. And then I, when I was putting everything together, because I went to Ikea, bought myself a nice little wine rack, moved it to the basement because Emily had shamed me about where I was keeping the wine. (laughs) In the window. (laughs) High up in the ceiling. With a neon sign, like pointing at it. Look what I bought today, you know. So I I, I got the wine rack and I was like, oh, the 24 bottle wine rack. That'll be fine. I won't need more than that. And then I just kept bringing it down. I'm like this crates. Get the crates. We don't need them for the for the Christmas decorations anymore. Bring them for the wine. And uh, I was like, ah, wow. I have like four bottles of the same secret mm-hmm. famille. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Yeah. And I was like, I need to like go back online and find out how much I paid for all of these and see. And I'm thinking if I if I organize it by price point. Mm. Then, as opposed to alphabetical or matching labels, then yeah. I might I might actually feel more comfortable. Like, okay, today, today it's a it's a Sunday, and I'm not. And okay, I'll drink a forty dollar bottle of wine because you know it's Sunday. Versus like, right? Oh, is we've is definitely this a, is this a Sunday afternoon wine? Yeah, or? we've definitely made the accident of like just pulling a bottle and then drinking. We're like, man, this is really awesome, and then like researching it later, and it's like. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Why wait for a special occasion to enjoy amazing wine? I like, agree. What a happy accident. You're like, oh, you know what? We were just going to sit on the front porch and talk, but we sat on the front porch and, and talked re- with a $200 bottle yeah. of wine, which just made that conversation That's true. better. I love those moments. I, happy accidents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have um, my dad and uh, his, uh, his girlfriend companion had come through town uh, a couple weeks ago, and I had had... We'd had some people over, so I had a few bottles that are open. I tasted this other rosé that I wasn't too excited about, and they love wine. Love wine. And so I was like, hey, guys, sit down. And I did, like, a little wine tasting with them. I'm like, try this, try this, try this. What Do you like this? And and this uh, rosé had a bit of a grapefruit taste to it, which... Is called Pamplona. I was like, oh, I could not stomach it. And, and I'm like, but I know I, I know I spent like $16, $17 on it. So I'm not just yeah. getting rid of it. And uh, Candy just loved it. I'm like, oh, take it with you. And then I'm like, oh, she's, she's happy yeah. with it. And then we did champagne. I did a few things before we wandered ourselves over to the oh. Wine Down Wednesday at, um, at uh, Oliva on the Hill. Yeah. But I felt like, again, a little bit more comfortable in sharing these wines with my dad and, and Candy because of my relationship and friendship with Emily and what I've learned here on the podcast and and uh, my yeah. discerning palate. You know, I've, I've even gotten comfortable enough to be at a restaurant and go... Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, right. This is doesn't taste right. You sent a wine back the other I, day. Like, yeah, I this, did, and they and they gave they gave me like a, a look. Like, I know. Are you sure? Who do you think like, you are? I don't like it. It's terrible. Like, have you listened to my podcast? <laughs> I know. Oh, don't make me pull Emily yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can tell you, this is a black lazy panty wine or a funky. No, this is yeah. like this is like you'd even bother to you know laundry launder yourself wine. You know, I mean, that, yeah. it was terrible. <laughs> They're like, well, it's such and such. I go, it's terrible. It's three day old panty wine. Oh! Three day old panty wine. <laughs> You it know, is. It is I like some it, people. No, would, it's a panty you found in the corner after you moved one. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's just going off into the dumpster. We're gonna, we're gonna pick it up. From, which, you know. which, by the way, is not the panty that represents today's oh, God, wine. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> 
What is the Manny that represents today, Wine? Let me and, drink a little more. You guys talk amongst right, yourselves. Right, okay. Well, hey, in, 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 to build off of your stream of thought of organizing mm. your wines by price point, I have a couple of ways that I organize my wine. And since I've moved, I need to like kind of spend some time reconfiguring everything. But I, I like to start by region and then by price point. And then what I do is I also like every, I don't know, now and then I go through and then I bring things up that I feel like, oh, this is time to drink now based on its age. Oh, you so, babysit your wine. I do. I have, Emily, I have yeah. red. <laughs> That's a region. <laughs> and I have, well, the white doesn't even make it downstairs. It just stays up in the stairs. And then I have like the boxes of the rosé that I have and champagne. You have, have a nice collection now, though. I do. I do. Yeah. And you have you have French, you have Italian, you have some Californian. Oh, I, so so I there do. you go. I guess I do. And those are very distinct styles. And, right. So know, I, I mean, I, I, you the, have Bordeaux. I have, you have, I do. yeah, I have, I have, I have See, expensive I know her bottles. Collection. <laughs> we, we went to the wine tasting a, a couple, a week or so ago at the, at the wine merchant. And this is how fun, funny it is. We're going along, we're tasting <laughs> stuff. And I was like, oh, this is lovely. And she's like, what? And getting all the information from the, the proprietor who was doing the tasting. And then she goes, yeah. And she picks up two bottles and she hands me one. <laughs> like, here you go. All right. I guess I'm buying this bottle now. Let's <laughs> home with me then. I guess I'll okay. uh, domain something. It was Domaine de Rose or something like that. But um, I just thought that was funny. She was like, all right, you're going to buy that? <laughs> and then we're going to buy this. And then we, we did pick up a uh, – sometimes we negotiate. Like, yeah. all right, I'll buy this bottle, right. and then you buy that bottle, and, and then right. we'll drink it together you right. know, versus yeah. having to have, a, have a, a bottle each. Very true. I have, In fact, I keep – and that is a, sec- a second category that I have. I have, like, the Michelle and Emily wine <laughs> in its own section. Yeah. Very true. We used to do a subscription with Turley Wines. Oh, yeah. And that was a fan- this was This was a while ago. And um, it was great because I'd get three wines a month, and it was amazing. We waited forever to get like on that we were waitlisted on the subscription list but then once they think started coming they were amazing um and michael started hiding them from me because what he would <laughs> notice is i'd have friends over and we'd start with like the 15 bottles of wine but by we got the time we got to the fourth bottle i'm like oh well you have to taste this amazing yeah, yeah, one. he's like you never you never yeah. that's never the fourth bottle jackie you know yeah, like, you, you start just, there you start there and then you go down and, and i'm like down. I was just thinking how good that would taste. And yeah. he's like, no, you can't, mm-hmm. you cannot have the key to the wine closet any longer. And <laughs> take it away. So are you currently a member of any wine subscription, like no, wine clubs or anything like that? No, not. You know, we, when we moved into Spirits a few years ago, we really committed to Spirits. And what you guys are talking about with your wine, I have a secret cupboard, like, um, when... Citadel Gin, which is a maker out of France, yeah. and oh, you know yeah. how I feel about I, France. And I like that gin very oh, much. Oh, it's so good. So they were do, they're doing a reserve gin, Ooh. and for a long time they were doing single batch reserves, and then they switched to the Solera method. Well, I was talking What's to that? Solera is um, like they do with sherry, where they kind of continually mix. Old, you know, they have essentially a standing batch, and then they mix new oh, additions to it. Sure. And so it's just kind of always aging and always blending, but it's not what you think of when you think of like aging a whiskey for example Mm -hmm. in its barrel and that's what they were doing previously and so they had vintages on their aged gin um wow and so the kind of 
U.S. representative for Citadel was in town, and he'd been at the wine merchant and mm-hmm. said, oh, they they still have some of our 2012 vintage. They're the last place I've seen it in America. So I texted Whoa. Michael and said, stop it and get it all. Just buy it all. <laughs> How many bottles do they have? He bought five. <laughs> And so, nice. so I'm down to my last two, but they're in a special place. And how and do I'm you like, feel I'm, about that? Are you a little? Are you like a little yeah, anxious yeah, about I it? I kind of get that way where yeah. I'm like, I don't you know. know I'll I buy. I'll buy other stuff for normal stuff, but like you know, if I want to do a really amazing, I like I like kind of softer, rounder things, and that's why I kind of like the aged or the reserve gin because it takes that kind of edge off of it. What's the and price so, on that? I mean, oh, I, I'm I mean, terribly I'm curious. To say no, I I'm curious because no I, I bet it's like in the like the twenty-eight to thirty-five oh, see, range. I mean, I, I, that's yeah. very. You know, I'm not going to very... swear by that, but I think it's right in that okay. area. So, um, have you ever gone to Gin World? Aren't you good so, friends with? Yeah, with, with Natasha. Natasha. So I, I'm very interested in talking to Natasha at some point. Oh yeah. But I love what she has done for gin in general I and love, then and how like, awesome it that it exists like so for those of you who are listening who don't know St. Louis has the largest festival that celebrates gin is it the largest or oh, largest in the United States? I don't. I don't. Hmm. It'd it's, be hard to it's say. It's a very big one. And the nice thing yeah. is, is she's moving them into new cities. So she's she did it in D.C. They expanded in D.C. version. I think I just saw that they have one in Arizona coming up. So you know, so she's expanding it. Amazing. Um, but when I, I was visiting my sister, there's something called Gin Festival, okay. and they have like 300 gins you can taste, and that was where is that? An amazing. She lives in England, so okay. yeah. And gin, gin in the UK, yeah, you have always like, like mm-hmm. you know, hand in glove. Kind it's just a thing that always goes together. So yeah. Um, so we did a few. We've we've done a couple of those <laughs> festivals that are amazing. I was, like you can never have enough gin for me. Like, I gin love and it. Party. So a few weekends ago, Michelle and I we had a series of of meetings and events that we had lined up and it was like okay and I was so tired that day and one of our meetings was getting pushed back and I was like oh my god I'm so tired I'm not gonna make it through I was like Emily come I on know. suck it up Girl, I know like really and I'm I, I'm usually I, I was like throwing up against the wall <laughs> wake up you know this <laughs> tiredness thing yeah. we don't have time for that I, I yeah I, I finally got tired and so we decided okay well we're waiting for a meeting so we went to the crossing which is next to the wine merchant and um a really nice restaurant in town and and um so I was like let's get a drink so Michelle had a glass of wine eh, uh, eh. you know it's one of those like wow I could just go next door and buy, buy a, bottle. a whole bottle for this amount and that be a lot happier so much better yeah I however had a gin that was a gin uh, martini, martini that was spectacular so he made it with the four hands gin so oh my gosh the 1220 spirits yes so four hands has just started a new spirits line called 1220 spirits and they are doing arrested gin that is i know i tasted uh, it amazing now did he, but they use the regular gin we are so lucky no. in st louis because not only is four hands making an amazing yeah you know london dry style new american maybe is a better mm-hmm. name for it and an aged but the other one is um, still six thirty. Still six thirty. Yeah. Do you guys know them? They are literally across the street from the Arch downtown oh, Broadway. Oh. They have a gin called Volstead's Folly, 
And oh. then they just came out with a Navy Strength. And oh my A Navy God. Strength? What is A Navy the... Strength, Jen? Oh. Is that, oh if my you gosh. drink that, you like take home a Navy man? I, right. <laughs> like, like sailors pop I mean, out because, of the bottle. I mean, because like, let's go buy that now. Well, no, we but will, it is we actually connected and then truly we'll... to the Navy. So one of the risks of having alcohol alcohol on board, think back like 200 years in the British Navy, is that if the alcohol spilled on the gunpowder, then all of a sudden the gunpowder and the cannons wouldn't work because you couldn't ignite it. Mm. So they needed to have their alcohol at a certain proof that oh, it, if it quickly. spilled, no, if it <laughs> oh, spilled, it, collide, collide on it fire. would still light. <laughs> and so what they found is, this is, this is like a true story, and that is yeah. called Navy Strength. And so it's Navy usually strength. right around 110 proof oh, or 55% ABV. Which is, you know, it's only about 10% more ABV than most gins, because most gins are between 90 and 94. Um, but, yeah, Navy strength. But the... Wow. Sometimes you think, when you think, like, really high proof, you think, oh, my God, that's going to burn, and it's going right. to be... Some, but but um, what Dave has done down at Still 630 with his Navy strength has kept still a really good drinkable gin that you can use as kind of an amazing backbone in your classic gin cocktails like mm. a Negroni or mm. um, I think it's probably a little strong for my taste for martinis because it's a lot of yeah it's a, a lot, lot of booze, booze but um, I love it in a Negroni so oh, oh I could talk about alcohol all night long you guys because well, that's like my yeah that's I'm, my thing yeah, <laughs> I, more spirits. I don't know I was I mean this is clearly speaking the podcast we don't really we don't we, really we don't, drink we don't drink <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about much of anything here except you know like you know stuff about stuff well yeah. But I'm empty, Emily. Uh-oh. My soul. Wait, your soul. My soul. Your soul has left the building. <laughs> so dry. Your soul is. So can we Let's take a, a quick break and let yeah. you refresh my glass? And yeah. And let you guys catch up to me and uh, then we'll continue good. this conversation with Jackie? Absolutely. Right, let's let's do that. Well, that was a pretty fun little that pause was an interesting little break we had there. Sometimes I I, I worry for us. I'm like maybe we should just go without a break. You know the stuff that happens in between. Um, you know listeners, know. you'll have to go watch the YouTube. I know there's a, there's a side of Emily that we learned about <laughs> that. I don't. I, I mean, it's one of those things that you can't undo. It's like you know when you see somebody like no, I can't unsee that. I can never unsee that. I will never. Not, not know this. Know that. this about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I and I'm going to refrain from saying anything about it because I want our listeners. I'm not ashamed. To, it's no, just the truth. And she's probably not wrong. Uh, we just I, haven't know, been lucky enough to have the same experience. Know what she's talking about <laughs> to be, or to be that cognizant <laughs> to be able to even say that. Oh, that's not so bad. I, I'm just going to say this. I'm a high taster. Oh Lord! <laughs> you have a sensitive palate, do you? I do. <laughs> Hashtag high taster. I'm making that note right here. Okay. Yeah. Thank God I smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. Um, uh, but anyway, go yes. on our YouTube channel, and you'll get to know what this inside joke is all about. That's right, dear listeners. Yes. Oh. We'll make sure that it's oh. easy to find once it's up there. It'll say season finale, season one. We may even like time stamp it. What we need to go straight to what this is all about, you know, possibly. Possibly. So, Michelle, mm-hmm. I don't, did you give your description of, of this wine yet? 
I have not. I don't believe I've given my description of this wine. And we did talk earlier. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely wine. It goes down very easy. Um, That kind of makes me think of what we were just talking about, but we're going to skip that. Um, Well, no, that seems like a great segue into panties. It does. (laughs) Falls down very easy. Maybe that's also the panty description. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's more like, um, you know, it's a Spanish wine. Um, and I, it, it, it should be drank with a, a really lovely Spanish man. He can speak English or not. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I have like my, the panty set. Uh, it's like a, to me, it's like a, a really supple black leather panty and brassiere set. Mm. That's what I'm seeing when I'm drinking this wine. When you were talking about the Spanish man, it made me think, especially because there's a bull on here, it's like, okay, is he the Toreador? You know, is he... Is he Versus the clown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's definitely suave. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's definitely He knows suave. how to magically remove that sheet. There's no magic. There's Cape no. waving. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's right. Like, you know. And you are a bull. Maybe I that's, am a bull. Yeah, yeah I'm you're... a Taurus. So um, not that I can be, you know, teased for very long. No. Without me, you have like, no patience for without that. Without me getting really irritated. I totally understand how those, those bulls feel. Like, Oh, it's, I get think, out of my face with that red thing. Done. We did I, this. That was like, fun for like a minute. Yeah, Enough. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's kind of. I mean, I, I'm. I think it's kind of cruel. Now, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know the whole history and everything. I, I, I believe. At least I want to believe that when it originated, it was like, oh, okay, so, you know, the bull becomes the food for the community. Oh, I don't think that was ever it. Right. See, that's what I want to believe. I, oh, that's okay. my Sorry, fairy. That might be it. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, why, that why makes you feel torture? better. I think it was total. I, this is all male virility, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, and it's all the, um, uh, ritual. Machismo. It's a yeah, yeah. it's a tradition. I have, I've noticed, and you know, it's so interesting because I know who they still run, do. Who these. can run the fastest? I mean, really, think running with the bulls. No, oh. not interested. What on earth? I mean, I don't even know if I would feel comfortable watching. A running with the bulls. I might want to be like on the outskirts, maybe drinking some wine and go, oh, that's what's happening in the city right now. But I'm not so sure I actually want to watch it. Well, let's face it. You could get stampeded by people just as easily as you can get stampeded by bulls. Do you guys know what the irony of me being a Taurus is? Is that I am scared to death of cows. Real life. Cows, scary. Cattle, scary. My grandparents had a cattle ranch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so this is a joke amongst all my friends. Like, cows kill more people than sharks. And I think everybody <laughs> needs to know that that's true. Hashtag true. I like, believe that. It's sure. really super true. And by, like, Through huge, kicking or how? Like, well, cows are dumb, you know? And so, like, they'll accidentally pin you up against a fence and then not be smart enough to move. And you're like, get off me. And that's what happened to me when I was, like, yeah. I used to have to go collect the eggs at my grandparents' yeah. farm. And it was in the middle of kind of the feedlot for all the steers. And they had Angus and Herefordshire and what, all that kind of stuff. state were, did they live in? Illinois. Illinois Eastern okay. Illinois. Yep. Okay. And so I had to go to the hen house that was out in the middle of this. And so you've got, you know, my my grandmother's boots on, which were too big for me, but they kept me Mm -hmm. walking through the mud. And um, 
one time I was coming back from the hen house and a steer just casually, and steers are, you know, 900 to 1200 pounds, <laughs> casually just shifted its weight and pinned me against a fence. Oh my and gosh. I couldn't move and I'm yelling and I'm like trying oh, to so hit scary. it away from me. And so it was not aware you were there. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe they are like just malicious beings, which is kind of what runs through the I'm, back of my mind. But also, they're just not terribly smart. So, well, so anytime I see cows, I'm like, you roving band of treacherous bovines. <laughs> my mom had a couple of horses. And we would, I, there was one in particular when you would, you know, ride, ride her. She would, she would intentionally run you into a tree. You know, and I know it was like, oh, she's she's getting back at you. You know, like I knew that that was an intentional thing, which kind of plays on your point. Like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know. Horses are though, like a thousand times smarter than cows. So are they? <laughs> yeah, but like still, what leads know. to their lack of intelligence? No, they're just. I just don't think they're. Terrible. They're just. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about cows. There are yeah. probably some very nice cows, and yeah. I don't want to stereotype yeah. all cattle. <laughs> Yeah, they're li- and because they're, they're listening, they're listening. They actually, they actually pipe in the like, Clearly Speaking podcast right. to help them produce their milk. Yeah, oh, it's like, yeah, it's totally no, I haven't them. spent time around dairy cattle. This is yeah. all like because we we're gonna get, we're gonna get so some I never felt terribly bad about like a, enjoying a delicious steak. I'm like, you're like yum. Yeah, because you like you know pinned me against the fence. Oh, is this this one today? Uh, yeah, that one Great. time. So this That's is kind of like a, a, a odd segue. segue, but not really. <laughs> Talking about things that frighten you. So this weekend, Emily and I were at this one lo- uh, uh, bar here in St. Louis watching a friend's friend's band play. Oh, God, and that was frightening. incorporated a chainsaw. Uh, On stage? That's what I had hoped. Oh, until he got off the stage and then started to Run into the crowd. wander through the bar with the chainsaw going. Yeah. It was, it was Terrifying. like the, it was very scary for like, and not that, yeah. I mean, that person wasn't going to do anything, but how do I know that? Well, right? and also it, accidents happen. Exactly. So our friend accidents was, happen. she warned us. She's like, oh yeah, he's going to bring chainsaw. a chainsaw out. I was like, okay, that's fine. I thought he was going to keep it on stage. Like, yeah, in his zone. Yeah. He came out and he, and, and you know, he was liking oh it too. God. And I, I mean, I, I like... I, I just turned my back and I was like, well, I guess if this is how I'm going, <laughs> I maybe. Just, and then I, just, I thought, maybe I should fight more. Maybe I should, maybe I should not. Re- <laughs> was it electric? I, You're like, maybe you should unplug it. Or was it so, gas? No, it was no. gas. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, like, that's, that's I, a bigger chainsaw than one I got. So I buried my eyes in my friend's furry coat when this is going on. Cause like, okay, the last thing I'm going to see is a furry coat <laughs> thing. You know, that's the best I can do at this moment. So I was like, no. But it was, it was a, I had a traumatic little flashback bad. in that moment. It was bad. I, I, I don't think it... If I were the bar owner, I would find that that was not something I would want any of the acts that yeah, I have. what kind of liability insurance do you need for that? <laughs> they probably don't actually let the insurance company know. No. Oh, well... You know, probably. You want to name the bar now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not going to do that. Not going to do that because, you know... I like the bar, but boy, that was scary. It was, yeah, it was... It, so the chainsaw, can I tell you my chainsaw scary story, which is what I was like flashing back to? Okay, so I, um, as a kid, like 
you know, I loved going to, at Halloween time, going to Halloween, like the haunted houses. I always thought it was fun. You know, they never terrified me. I thought it was just silly. It was very clear. It was fake. Until I went to a haunted house in Canton, Illinois, which is a very small, you know, tired town. And this how this house was on the outskirts of town a good 15 miles. So it's in a cornfield. And you know, the haunted house itself was legitimately scary. It was an old farmhouse turned into like people chasing you and it it was the scariest one I'd ever been into. It kind of reminded me of Texas your, Chainsaw Massacre. You did not have your flask with you at that point in time? No, I was okay. I was much younger and <laughs> this is before I discovered the joys of the flask. <laughs> so so you get you get chased outside of the house into the back um, the back of, uh, you know, out through the kitchen and now you're like in the cornfield and all of a sudden this tractor comes on and its lights come on and it starts chasing you. And then at simultaneously, this person comes after you with a chainsaw and you are being routed through a corn maze between both a chainsaw and a tractor. That was scary. That sounds horrifying. I, I have not recovered. <laughs> I'm still getting therapy on that one. <laughs> I am not a person who enjoys being scared. Are you, I, Michelle? No, I'm no, not. I, no. I mean, I'm like... I don't even watch American Horror Story. I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, not God. I'm the same way. I cannot watch... I've, and my oldest son is like, oh, mom, you have to. I'm like, no. I like just totally... I don't need that, whatever that chemical... Really? Yeah. That kind of... Whatever that one is... That kind of fight or flight, I, mm-hmm. I honestly just, I'm not interested in that. I'm also not an adrenaline. Like, I'm like, I don't need anything that goes fast. I'm the one who pauses to let you cut, you know, cut in front of me on the highway. I'm like, I got all day. Go ahead. Get on the interstate. It's yeah. just not worth it. And, yeah. But yeah, and I'm like, and I've walked out of rooms for those kind of things, you know, when when, 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 it gets when yeah. scary things start happening. I'm like, oh, nope, opting out. Ciao. I mean, I, 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 I've, I've, re, I've like revisited the chainsaw guy in my mind and like how quickly I turned my back and I was like, like I was a possum. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's just not didn't run out the door. And, and this you is know? how I'm going to die. Then yeah. let me have it. Right. I was like, wow, I, I would have thought that like, why didn't I get up and like, you know, like flee and go out the back door or something like that or, you know, take up smoking again it or whatever. Was so, it was so sudden and so off guard, like we weren't prepared for it. And, and yet my our, my reaction, your reaction was to you know turn tits up and just like okay kill us <laughs> right. I mean we need to we need to really think about that Emily and probably yeah. should we should probably try to cling on to life a little harder than that. <laughs> I guess my <laughs> hope saying. was that we the hope was that we knew it was a gimmick like well, yeah you but- know. I we mean, can't you always are optimists. You can't. <laughs> I have to well, I am. Emily. I am. Right. But we, but we he need won't to really kill us. He won't with really that. kill us. But if he is, I'm going to turn my back to him so I don't know I'm about to die. Yeah. yeah we got. We need to. We need to really think about that and come work up with on our like, flight like, skills a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, our fight or flight and our flight skills. Yeah. I I yeah. like. I'm like you, Jackie. Though, like, um, anytime there's a. Oh, a Netflix series or something that I'm I'm watching or, you know, I remember watching Breaking Bad and and I had to I had to pause and take time in between every episode. I 
maybe unlike you, I am compelled to watch this. Like I, there's something that draws, I gotta see it. But I had to take months off in between <laughs> in between episodes, which was frustrating for my fiance that just wanted to binge watch it all. I was like, no. He's like, are you ready yet? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm still having nightmares. <laughs> I'll take Miss Maisel every I day. I love Miss Maisel, yeah. Isn't that one great? Yeah. It's, well, and that's what I'm saying is like, I, you can be, I'm fine with like uncomfortable psychological situations where you're like, oh, this is awkward. But like the... Mm-hmm. The gratuitous like horror and oh, yeah. frightening as I'm just like mm, no. I mean, look, there are frightening enough stuff just in everything that we have to deal with on a daily yeah, basis. Right. Yeah, when I, I was when I was in college, um, we had had a, a speaker come to the to the campus, and his name was Robert Ressler, and he was the first FBI behavioral profiler. And he was, if you saw Silence of the Lambs, which I think was the last scary movie I saw. Um, he was the character Clarice's boss was was um, based, on. based on him, and he wrote this book called Whoever Fights Monsters. And I remember being afraid to leave the auditorium <laughs> because he was giving his talk and he was talking about interviewing Dahmer and and all of these things and and he but he you know he had he had a good sense of humor and he said you know when I interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer I brought my own lunch. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> wow. You know, and he was like, but you have to have that sense of humor because otherwise you, you know, can't this, make it through. Right. And so yeah. his thing Becomes was horrific. The, and the title of whoever fights monsters, you know, you look, you're looking so much into the, those, the depths of their soul. You see yourself reflected back in it. And I remember being, we were, I was living in Mississippi at the time and I'm reading the book and I'm I haven't even finished, I've never finished the book because I was so scared. And this is all true life stuff. That I stayed awake until like 5.30 in the morning because, you know, nobody kills you in the daylight. No, it's yeah, only dark. You know, it's yes. only the dark time. I was like, oh, I have to stay awake. And I, because I was so, so entirely frightened by that. And since reading that book, um, I can't, I mean, now maybe I'll watch like, um, was it Criminal um, cruel intent on CBS, and they use a lot of his stories. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that's this one, that's that one. But um, I was convinced that everybody at the bar was a serial killer. I was a cocktail <laughs> waitress, so like, oh yeah, look at him. Serial- You're like your own junior profiler now, <laughs> serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen look- that behavior before. Yeah, look what he orders, serial killer, and. Uh- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I was convinced. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was pretty funny. And there was there was something else about that, and I will remember it in a moment. But um, yeah, it was. So I don't. I don't need. I don't need to watch a scary movie. Oh, this is the part. Sorry, everybody. Um, the other thing in that book that I have I have internalized, and this is a practice in my life. They were in. A, they were. Um, th- there was these. Murders happening. I couldn't figure out how to connect them, and that's called an un, a disorganized killer or an unorganized. Mm. You know, a, an organized killer. Eventually, they'll find the pattern and they'll they'll figure it out. But usually, with a disorganized, it has to be like chance. So they finally caught this guy, and you know, they were like the the victims were the same. There was like they couldn't tie anything together, and they said to him, "I was like, well, how did you choose your victims?" And the guy said, "Well, um, I just went up to the door, and if it was unlocked, I was supposed to go in." Oh my god! So, so your door is always locked. My front yeah. door, my oh, yeah. back door. The all the doors are always locked. As it should be. It's like no, I. That's my takeaway, you know, because if that's 
because you never know. Yeah. Did you always lock your doors growing up? Well, when we lived in Chesterfield, <laughs> we literally didn't have the keys to our house. Like, I mean, yeah. we never locked. I mean, this was up until two years ago when we sold the uh-huh. house. I'm like, they're like, turn the keys in. I'm like, I don't have the keys because honestly, we have never, never locked the doors them. in this house. You know, we had the house for my kids growing up that was right behind the high school. And it was just kind of where everybody came be- after school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm one of those people. Our house, when we lived in Denver, had been broken into, you know, one of those people where I don't know that I own much that I stake too much value on. Like, literally the things I own. I'm not a sentimentalist. I mean, okay. I'm just not that person. And I'm really... I, Except honestly, for your gin, it can be all replaced. <laughs> and the gin, and the <laughs> gin is honestly, in a secret place and that if you don't know that. the key, the, you will lose your hand because it's all automated. Well, yeah, yeah, there might be traps set on it, for sure. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not risky Retina to go scans. in there. But, no. but honestly, even that, where I'm like... It's just not that important. You know, like when people are like, what would you take in a fire? I'm like, well, I've had a portrait done of my whole family and a portrait from when my youngest daughter was eight months old with her and my older daughter. And those are the two things that are like, those need to come with me if they can. If -hmm. it means that and getting out of my house on fire, that's okay too. You know, they Mm -hmm. can go. And I think it's because I have so much photography, you know, I have... I mean, I have so many other ways to remember this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly just don't, I just don't stake that much value on that. Well, and so, mine's not necessarily like, that I don't want anybody to come in and steal my stuff. stuff. I just don't want to be murdered. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, that's my line. And I guess you I've know? always You need to knock first with, and then and give me you. a chance yeah. to no, say, fair. no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no not, not today. Ask first. Not, not today. today. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Uh, I'm not buying today. We've always had just so many people. And it's interesting, you know, now, you know, now where we live, we lock our doors, but we're also home a lot less. I mean, I worked from home mm-hmm. for the whole time um, my kids were growing up. I had a job where I could be home when they yeah. left for school and be home. Now, when they started first grade, you know, I have three who are within 12 months and I let them walk down to the so end of my cul-de-sac. Those, those are not all... Uh, biologically no. produced yeah, by you. Just, no, because I did I, not I, I'm, gonna, to I'm, do that I'm doing the math, and uh, that's like, <laughs> right? that's like, those Doesn't are maybe so, a twin, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Irish triplets, is that really, that's yeah, probably did, not. Did somebody like not get anymore. born when they were right. supposed to get born? No. Yeah. No, so um, it turned out that I had three in first, or, yeah, in first grade, and I let them walk down to the bus stop at the end of my street and wait for the bus by themselves. I'm like, whatever the opposite of helicopter mom is, that's me, yeah. you know. I'm a French well, that's mom. What we, yeah, I raise them French style. Yes, <laughs> of course. Maybe. That's why I have four. Go. It's, and, um, Somebody's going to come home. first week, this woman from the neighborhood next to me whose child was in the same class as one of mine, Drove up to my house and said, I saw your kids at the bus stop. I'm like, cool. Right. That's you know, what they're supposed like, to be. By themselves. And I'm like, right. And she's like, what if somebody would have kidnapped them? And I looked at her and honestly said, all three of them? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sold. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if you, can get, I prom- yeah, if you can get all three, then I, you know, more I, power to him. I promise yeah. they'll all be back by dinner time. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, um, but. I was there when they left for school and I was there when they got home and I worked from home in my sweatpants. Yeah. I, only I didn't go as nice as sweatshirts and yoga pants. I was in 
pajamas and flannels. That's oh, all I yeah, wore, you know. Yeah. So yeah, did um, you paint in them as well? Oh yes. <laughs> oh good. Layers. Do we have, do layers. We have matching. Although right. I got rid of most of them because I'm like, I'm going to go out in the world now, and I don't need these. <laughs> Once I got a job, I have to leave my house. Um, mm. But yeah, so somebody was always home. We always had dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm amazing I like how many dogs. people are you still have such if, great doggies. I know, but they think that they're miniature dachshunds for everybody listening. No, no, they, they are, are Dobermans. They're huge. Yes, they're and, huge. And they, huge. they are. Like, they chased three. Coy- the two of them chased three coyotes out of our backyard in, <laughs> in Chesterfield. I am not even Believe joking because we had you know, and they're like, oh, this is our yard, and I'm like. Dudes, like all they have to do is stop and open their mouths, and you will run right into the coyotes' mouths. But. My brother has a Dotson as well, and um, she chased away a burglar who who walked into their bedroom at night, oh, and she was like, "Not having this. You do not mess with Dotsons." Exactly, and out the door. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, now that we live where we are, and there are more times where nobody's home, we're we do it. We we're you lock more, your doors, yeah, yeah. But but now you're in a lock your door because you know we murdered. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that's all. It took. I mean, I'm just I'm putting it out there. You can you can read the book. Whoever fights the monsters. It's. I got like three quarters of the way through. I don't know the rest of the. Sto- I don't know the rest of the book. Right. <laughs> Maybe a listener out there will send. I've us never an seen the end of Wizard of Oz because once oh. the monkeys come on, I stop watching because I'm scared to death. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know how that ends. I hope it ends well. Oh. Go Dorothy. Oh well, <laughs> it does end well. Yeah. I mean, you know, except for that other, except for that sad part, it's all good. You know, I am. I hope sh- you weren't attached to the dog. No, <laughs> it's just a dog, man. Just, it was an act. It was an actor dog. No actual dogs were harmed in the making of that movie. It was an actor dog. I'm going to give you the spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler. Everything Wizard of Oz spoiler is happy. It's a happy ever after. Oh, good. But I don't know. Oh, is it? No, not really. It's not really a happy. I ever I am after. somebody who um, loves to know the ending. Also, because I can't handle suspense. I do not handle suspense well. And Ken, um, thankfully, has finally gotten to the point, that's, you know, my my fiancé, where he understands this. And so if he knows the ending, he will tell me. Because, oh, they'll, like, ease you in and just be like, right, you're going to be okay with this. Because those. as long as I know the ending, I can now enjoy the whole story. If I don't know them, I'm going to be in misery the whole time. Do you really want me to be miserable for two hours? So, so how were you when you watched Titanic? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Hashtag the boat sinks. Yeah, right. Did, did Ken let you know? I mean, I knew that one. Okay. I saw that long before Ken. So, you know, I knew that one. Yeah. There's another book that I read, uh, Devil in the White City. Oh, I know. I love that book. Eric Larson. Yes. Did Fame. you read? Which one? His next one about the... Um, the Beast. Yes, uh, the, the Garden of the Beast. Garden of the Beast. The one about and uh, being in um, Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. But I remember reading uh, in Devil in the White City, even though it was set in the uh, 1890 Columbia Fair. Exposition in Chicago, and I'm reading it in 2005. I had to make sure that the guy was dead. <laughs> like, I'm like he's not through. still a threat, right? <laughs> right. This is—he's not still killing people, right? I need to make sure. Oh, did they catch him? And he's dead, and it's all over, right? I mean, that's how—that's that, why I don't do scary movies because yeah. that's how I am. 
<laughs> right. I, I and I don't do chainsaws at bars. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm laying out there. So yes. when we do we do events for clearly speaking, no we're gonna have chainsaws. no chainsaws. The chainsaws that I have, I use Please they're leave plugged your chainsaw in at the door. And or <laughs> we'll bring your chainsaw, chainsaw and we'll take care of the tree that needs to be cut down, and it's all yes. going to be like um, you know rigid rules and policies and procedures, and everyone's going to be in safety gear, but not drunk people on a bar stool and you're walking by in the chainsaw. It is interesting that if you think about the beginning of our season, so early on, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle had a black eye for a couple of I got hit in the face with a, with a tree. Yeah, due to... Yeah. No, not to the chainsaw. I got the chainsaw yeah. later to take care of the rest of the tree, but the yeah. tree in my that backyard. That was her retaliation. Yeah. It, and I felt I felt like, you know, woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like a my, if you listen back to episode five, maybe uh, I think it's earlier four. than that. Even yeah, yeah in there. And my son and I were taking a tree down, and I was on the wrong side of the tree when when it was bouncing on it, and when it cracked, it, it like yeah. it hit me in the face. I'm I'm very fortunate to be alive because <laughs> and still have your eyes. Yeah, I, yeah. there's lots of things I'm fortunate mm-hmm. about, but um, and so then I bought a chainsaw. Like a month later, because the tree was like in the on the driveway, and I knew my neighbors were like that messy tree, that kind of stuff. I was like, I need to take care of that, and I went and bought not the not the least powerful chainsaw. There's electric because I didn't want to have to deal with gas powered, and um, yeah, Yeah. and I was like, she got her revenge. Well, yeah. I, I never, I, I, there was no revenge on the tree. I mean, I didn't, I was not angry at the tree at all. I was on the wrong side. <laughs> I was just standing on the wrong side. I was not, I was not, uh, I did not think ahead. But I, I do now. <laughs> I do now. One time we were trying to take down a tree and didn't think ahead and it ended up in cornea surgery for our daughter. Oh my. And because we thought she just had a black eye where the rope broke and come back. I'm not going to go into the whole story. Yeah. But I told her, here, put some ice on it. You'll be fine. Peas. Just bed. get the peas. I did get frozen yeah. peas. Frozen peas were always my ice, I think. Sent her to school the next day. And the nurse is like, I think you need to have somebody look at this. And so then took her to an ophthalmologist who says, I'm going to have you go see a cornea specialist right now. And they did laser surgery on her eye right then. And I felt like mother of the year award for going 24 hours. And I'm like, the tree one and that. Well, almost the same situation. We're like, we'll just muscle this tree down. So the... the, Exactly. Exactly. We're we're pulling on the rope. Like, we're going to pull it back here while you do this here. And it did not work. Um, So I think the moral of this story is, you know, like, hire tree professionals. professionals, And we had from then on. Like, that was, oh, okay, we will never do tree trimming. This was a a smaller tree, you know, like one of those, like, I I call them hibiscus flowers, or that, no, I got, not hibiscus, hibiscus is the, no, it is Like the Rosa Sharon kind of. Yeah, the Rosa Sharon kind of flower. And so it was a smaller tree, and, and, um, and it was one that had looked dead for the whole season. And I had I had said to my boys, I need that taken down. I need that taken down. And, you know, they didn't do it. And then I that one Sunday, I was like, come on, let's go. The My younger son, William, was still with me. I said, let's go take it down. And this was like 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning, I get hit in the face. And he's like, 
guess we're done with yard work today. <laughs> I was like, time to go back to bed. No, no, no. We've got more things to do. You know, <laughs> duct tape the peas. Duct tape You're the, fine. the peas on my face. Come on, we got stuff to do. <laughs> it was just, it's it's pretty funny. You know, that's mm. that's how it rolls in in my house. And, don't you laugh? Like, okay, so you have kids, Emily. I don't know if you have I kids. don't. So no. I have, and all of my kids, thankfully, have reached adulthood. Well, my youngest will be 21 next month. So mm. I figure all of my kids have reached adulthood. So I'm, I'm nearly done being a parent now. I think that's how that works. Yeah. Um, Let me know how much your, like, your pocketbook increases once that one, yeah, last, the last one finishes yeah, university. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's going to be super awesome. We have, I'm we have counting a, on it. We have an exit plan for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I remember... You know, it's so funny when you said, like, there's a lot of things I'm thankful for. And we look back on the li- our lives and we think of all the things that we've done that we probably we should have died as a result of, you know, and like yeah. we didn't. And we're like, oh, that turned out fine. And it was so different living through those stupid decisions for me personally than it was watching my kids live through, you know, like, like I lived yeah. through the stupid decisions yeah. and I'm like, Oh, oh, great. So I was in Ireland and I just got in a van with three guys that I didn't know <laughs> yeah. and let them take me to a bar in the next county. And I've got air quotes around the next county uh-huh. because that happens to be an hour away <laughs> down a two lane road with a drunk guy driving and the road is like seven feet wide. Yeah. Right? And I'm yeah. like, I have the same story in Jamaica, now, by the way. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yet we didn't think anything about right. it until yeah. later where we're like, that probably wasn't Not smart. wise. Yeah. And your kids do something like don't wear their seatbelt and you're like you'll never learn why do you put yourself in all this risk right I'm gonna now tape this plastic (laughs) bubble wrap around you till you figure it out yeah Uh, there are stories that I it's so much harder than watching your kids go through those learning things yeah than it was living on yourself you know there are things that I won't tell my kids until they're 30 that I I did so I didn't think about this I thought honestly as my kids were growing up I wanted them to learn from my mistakes and I would (laughs) I thank you for laughing did you share too much I shared too much at one point Michael's like please stop telling them what you did they aren't taking it as a warning they're taking it as a challenge or permission. <laughs> a challenge. Well. They just think you're stupid, and that's why it went bad. When they do it, it'll come out completely differently, you know. And I'm like, okay, I'm, and then I just I stopped. But he, like, honestly, yeah. after the third kind of reenactment, my my children's reenacting the version that they interpreted me to say. He's like, just stop, just yeah. stop telling them what yeah. you did. Like, I'm like, well, I wanted them. To, he's like, no, that's not how this works. Clearly, at yeah. this point, that's not how this works. Yeah, so. there there are things that my children do not know need to know until we're till the youngest is thirty, that and that makes a, that makes thirty, thirty four, and thirty eight. Mm. They'll all have their own yeah. children at the set time, and then they can then they can be duly impressed. <laughs> it's like the parental statute of limitations. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. I think there should be a thing. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Hashtag parental statute of limitations. That's wonderful. Did you see the Riverfront Times did a really nice article on Morgan and Charlie? Um, I saw. I, I did not read all of it. Morgan, actually, my oldest daughter is the bar manager at. Um, Olive and Oak, oh. which means that I wanted to ask you guys, you know, the Ollie Hinkle Heart Foundation has an iHeart Food and Wine. And Emily, if you haven't been to that, they do it I at the Ritz-Carlton every year. Oh. And it's amazing. I will make sure. We're on the list. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys get invited because there was so much, like what you were talking about, your wine tasting, Michael and I were going through this 
you know, I, I don't know, maybe 125 bottles to taste. Fabulous. And we're, you know, we're trying to how organize you, them and, and, and make a plan. Like, how are we going to attack oh. these? And we're just going to drink one. You drink one region and I'll drink what one region. What a wonderful problem. It was a very tough, but we ended up getting all muddled in the end. You know, we came home with how a lot you, of How did you stand pictures. up straight? Well, it's only tastes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 125 and a ton, tastes. And there's a ton of food there from like when the greatest this? restaurants. Um, it was in October, so it'll be coming up. Oh, I so Heart I'm, Food and Wine. I'm sure yeah. we have a lot of listeners out there that have some influence oh, with I Heart goodness. Food and Wine. Yeah, and by the Ollie like, Hinkle Heart Foundation. I know they're going to so. like, uh, you know, send up some. Uh, some tickets our way <laughs> because they love us. Oh my gosh! We will be happy food to from do the best restaurants, amazing wine. We'll be happy to talk so about great. it and review yeah. it and uh, share some wine highlights in October. Yes, that's oh, my yeah. that's my birthday month. Oh, so that's excuse, and that's yes. Morgan's birthday month. So. Oh, wonderful! What so, day is Morgan's birthday? The sixth. Oh, oh my brother's is the seventh. Mm. I'm the 24th. Oh, mm-hmm. so you are not a Libra. No, I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danger for Tauruses, which is funny that you guys... Scorpio? Um, I'm I, on the cusp. Probably, like, I don't know if that's, like, danger, like, female, like, uh, friendships. No, but yeah. I mean, just, like, they can be yeah. a lot of, um... Hmm. Uh, oh, we talk a lot. I don't know what the <laughs> yeah, we talk a lot. It's, it's uh, like Jackie was standing there with her. With her oh, well, like, my pick, ex-husband pick, pick, was a Taurus. Pick, pick. Definitely. Um, yeah, my ex-husband was a Libra, but and so then I like, dated another Libra, decision. and I was like, "Oh, this, I knew I. This is why I'm an ex. I can't date Libras, but I have lots of Libra girlfriends, and they're, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. fantastic. I have a lot of Taurus girlfriends. Same thing. Like I get along with the the women wonderfully. And, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Mm. What is Michael? The greatest. He's a we, Cancer. Oh. You know, my son William's a cancer also. Yeah. yeah. Michael's just one of the best humans on the planet. That's June what? June 30th. He's like a mid of the year, like smack dab in the middle guy. And honestly, that's just how he lives his life in that really peaceful yeah. middle zone where. How did you meet? Oh, well, whatever you can say here yeah, on our I can podcast. Tell you. Well, so, you know, <sighs> you know, we were talking about me being a military brat. Yeah. So. Uh, my sophomore year in university, I my dad spent 28 years in the army okay. and half of that in Germany because he just loved Germany. And yeah. that was the time where we had a strong army presence in Germany. So I'm like, well, my roommate and I would like to, you know, do something fun this summer. We want to get a Eurorail pass. Can we use your house as a base? And so he's like, sure, come on over. And... um and he started, my dad, bless his heart, started sending me like, this was, you guys, this was in 1989, right? So don't, I don't want you thinking no, like he's w- texting me pictures. He's I, sending me Polaroids yeah. of different officers. And I'm like, how awkward, like, how is he getting Polaroids of these single officers that work for him? That is super <laughs> strange. Like, I didn't even want to think. And so for like the four months leading up to my trip there, every two weeks, I would get like, like a dating profile of three different men from my father. And what? I mean, I'm a sophomore in college. So I'm like not even 20 yet. I mean, this is like so, I'll be 20 in May. Yeah. You know, and wow. I'm like, so, wow. so we're the same age. Yeah, That's so an intriguing like, yeah. dating service. I am not looking for a husband at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I had been dating an Air Force cadet, and I think that just put my dad on, like, no Air Force. Here's some good Army. Like, so, here's some good Army officers. So. I, right. I was going to ask you, because my dad was always, you know... No flyboys. Well, my dad was Air Force. Oh, but but he was like you just you you can you don't ever want to date an enlisted man because you've been you've been raised an officer's daughter. Yeah. Well, so my dad was base commander. Oh, there you go. So yeah. we so show there's up some pressure there. And you know, my dad very sweetly has like plans for us, and we're going with, you know, his helicopter pilot's going to take us up. <laughs> To the border in and the they helicopter. Were, they were the most gentlemanly <laughs> military Nicest men you ever met. Ever. Um, and and, then, <laughs> and so he has all of these dates arranged, and I'm trying to be polite, but also I just start dating this person, and I'm like, that. No. I want to um, really have a lot of fun, Dad. So he's my dad was a Bradley driver, and he's like, well, I want to take you out to the field so you can see what it's like to ride in a Bradley. And I'm like, okay, so we, we go out to the Bradley, and from the back of the Bradley walks this guy, like, coated in gray dirt, who had been out there with the Bradley for, like, two weeks, because they would just go out to the training, and they had to just stay yeah, until my yeah. dad showed up to, like, do his practice exercise, and they were doing takes his helmet off, and he's, like, this gorgeous man, and I'm, like, I look at my roommate, and I told her the night before, like, I'm going to have so much fun. I'm not going to get involved in a serious relationship. <laughs> like, monogamy what for the entire summer? Right. And honestly, he took his helmet off, and I looked at her, and I'm, like, oh, I'm marrying him. And that and was Michael. Michael. Get out of town. And um, it took me a while, because Michael was the only man on base. He was enlisted, but he was also the only man on <laughs> base who was absolutely not interested in dating my father's daughter <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, not even. He's like, no. And, and I'm, I'm not, uh, not walking down this path. And he got stuck with us. Like, you know, they went for the debriefing, and Michael yeah. had to, like, show us how everything worked. And so, like... I had already decided we were getting married. Yeah, so he didn't, right. It took him didn't a while to yet. know this was happening. So the next time we saw him, I'm like, oh, I want to buy you a beer. We want to buy you a beer for yeah. taking time and showing us around. He's like, I have a beer. I'm like, we'll wow. buy you your next one. He's like, one's my limit. Wow. <laughs> like he was like, wow. not playing. Yeah. I wonder what kind of message yeah. your dad sent out before my daughter is coming I to visit. And I will murder or have you disposed of anybody? Well, the first blah, night blah, he blah. walked me home, my dad's a big sportsman too. Um, so the first night, you know, Michael, fi- I finally get him to walk me home to my dad's. And my dad's like, get off the front porch, you know. And so he's like, <laughs> oh, oh no, I have to enter. So, and then yeah. he's like, he walks in and my dad, thinking he's hilarious, just like your dad yeah. thinks he's so funny, says yeah. something like, all of these are Jackie's ex-boy, or, or like he's, he's <laughs> oh looking at God. all the, no, he's looking at all of the like deer and antelope that play on my dad's wall, and then he says, all of Jackie's ex-boyfriends are upstairs, and I'm like, oh my God, Dad, did you really? They're like mounted. Yeah, mounted, Yeah, yes. their faces are mounted mm-hmm. on the walls, yeah. Um, but fast forward, Michael became my dad's driver when he asked my dad if he could come back for leave, because my Michael had to ask permission for leave to come back and ask me to marry him. Like, he <laughs> Me and he's like, and my my dad's like, don't marry her. Like, what are you thinking? It's <laughs> like it'll be the biggest mistake you make. No, he's like, I almost want to deny your leave if that's what you're thinking. I'm like, wow. shut up, Dad. Wow. So what 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 was the day that it finally changed from him like going, nope, I don't need a beer. It took to- me two weeks. <laughs> 
That's a and, lot of commitment, Jackie. It's impossible. You're in you're in Europe, and you committed to an American boy for two weeks. Weeks of hard effort, like lunchtime Man. every day, accidentally showing up where he was. I'm oh, doing yeah. I had things to do, like sunbathing and drinking beer, and yeah, yeah it was hard. I know. It was worth it, though. That was a minute ago, 89. That was 30 years ago, and we're still together. So clearly, it was worth a two-week investment. Good, Good. ROI. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh, my well, I gosh. was in Europe in 1990, so I, I actually think you, you know, it's nice that you paved the way. <laughs> and, and you settled on an American boy, and you didn't leave a bunch of broken you know, European hearts behind you. I, you left that for me. You, you, you yeah, damaged I, all the I Europeans? Did, I did that. That was kind I of I did you. that. Yeah, so that was good. That's how we work in tandem. Um, well, speaking of good ROI, <laughs> I think that we have definitely had some great ROI tonight. Lots the of great conversations. The wine has been wonderful. Yeah. The conversation's been awesome. Fantastic. What a wonderful way to celebrate our final show of the season. Of season one. Yes. We'll be, we'll be back next week with season two. I know. Somehow, but somehow know. it'll feel different. <laughs> somehow it will. Older, wiser. Older, wiser. Yeah. Right. Like, I guess our price point will go up a dollar because it'll be in season two. Well, but, actually, so the truth beyond the seasons or by, uh, about the seasons is that everybody, you know, everyone that has been listening to our show wants to meet um, the, the guests of our first season. So... Um, we oh. thought it would be smart to break it up so that Segmented. way that we could have get-togethers where people could meet all of our amazing guests. And I hope, Jackie, that you can join us when we have our first meet so and greet. We want to, We would like all of our guests to dress in their episode number. <laughs> like thing one, thing two. So I'm 22, 25. 25. You'll be you'll just 25. Just like my age. <laughs> just like your age. Yeah, so that, you know, that way it'll be easy for our our. Our listeners to uh, to to find us, but um, thank you so much for coming in on the clutch and uh, helping us out here on tonight's show. Thank you for the wine. Oh yes, thank you, Jason and yeah. the wine merchant for recommending this fabulous bottle of Soul. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for sticking with us, listening to our show, giving us feedback, sharing it, telling your friends. Um, we have a, we've had a really great season one. We have got some phenomenal guests lined up already. Season two, we're looking forward to it. We love, we love uh, being in your cars, in your house, <laughs> in your earbuds, um, all those places. Right. We really appreciate your support and. Um, Follow us on all of our socials, send us emails, call our comment line. Mm-hmm, yeah. Emily, what is that number? That number is 812-727-0794. We love drinking wine with you and hearing your stories, so please share with us. Continue on. All right, cheers, yeah. ladies. Cheers. Good night. Good night. Good night.